0: It's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, AKA, the Burrito Baragia, (laughs) AKA, the 140-time social distancing champion, undefeated, undisputed, (laughs) AKA, put my lips under there. Bringing you, (laughs) I can't even. I can't even. Oh, (laughs) wow, that's horrible. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got I couldn't even recover from that. (laughs) All right, let me get that maturity out. (laughs) Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights the gaming podcast where i talk about just that uh episode 71 to be exact uh today's date is september 3rd 2020 um the world is still horrible i mean i feel like that should be my my slogan now the world is still horrible um but you know hey it is what it is. Um, it's been a pretty, pretty filled week. I'd say this this week in particular uh, for sure. Let me get my codes down. You know what? Yeah, I could just do that. Pretty, um, pretty packed. Newsweek. Um a, a pretty interesting uh, barrage of news came out this week that is uh very captivating, if I do say so myself. Um Yeah, I mean let's just stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Um first topic of discussion uh nvidia came out of hiding they came out with that fire this past tuesday uh where they announced their new line of graphics cards uh the gtx no not the gtx the rtx (laughs) it's been so long i've been in that generation now that we're in a whole whole different one it just changes the whole game but uh the rtx series line of cards, um, with the RTX 3070, 3080, and that beefy boy, that 3090, that boy beefy, (laughs) that boy beefy, (laughs) um, and, uh, actually they, they really had a very impressive showing in terms of, um just power all around and even a lot of these cards at least based on the research i did um various uh tech youtubers and stuff like that um geez like even the lowest card in the in this new line dwarfs i think the 2080 ti which is insane because you know nvidia yeah Nvidia's is i i would say is pretty known to very very um strictly restrict <laughs> very strictly restrict very strictly um what's the word ration their upgrades each generation it feels like where um there's like a reasonable line of you know a parity between like the current generation and the previous one but this one it's a significant leap, uh, to the point where, uh, at least from what I've, I've been, you know, researching and, you know, understandably. So uh, a lot of people that got, uh, the RTX two hundred two thousand 2000 line of cards feeling real burnt out right now. Um, which I would understandably. So considering like the lowest card, uh, dwarfs <laughs> the, the highest card of that generation, which, like uh, going back to what I was saying, generally doesn't um, really work out like that, where it's normally a reasonable, you know, tiers of uh, improvement, uh, but this one is like substantial. And even on top of that, the prices are pretty damn good considering, you know, previous generations and what those cards were priced at as well, so. Definitely interesting as to why they're doing this, which is uh yeah, that in of itself is kind of uh interesting and I want to know more about, but um one thing I've I've been hearing is that it's potentially um they're trying to directly compete with uh these next generation consoles coming out, which would make a lot of sense since um that would essentially be potentially cutting into their their uh market and i think also last generation uh the 2000 series um also uh didn't have too hot of sales as well um overall which is understandable because i mean like even clues myself <clears throat> waiting to upgrade um to a new graphics card because I'm, I'm sitting on the 1080 uh ti right now and you know i was like at some extent kind of tempted by the uh the 2000 series but i was like eh, i not it didn't really feel like enough for me to really warrant me you know making the jump just yet i was at, at least with my setup with um 1080 ti's and sli which <laughs> that's a whole nother thing too to uh kind of talk about as well but um i f- i was pretty much getting reasonable um you know a uh, performance that was satisfactory for me uh especially considering that i'm not i don't really play pc too much compared to console I still play it a little bit, but not as much as a console. But um, it just didn't seem to make sense to jump uh, during the 2000 generation. But now definitely feels like it, Um, especially we have the new um, this this card line will bring the uh, HDMI 2.1 standard, which is going to be huge for the next generation of uh, well, I guess as well with the consoles, but with TVs and stuff as well. Um, so that's pretty huge. Uh, getting that full capability, 4K, 120 FPS, that buttery smooth, crisp performance is so great. Um, and yeah, going back to what I was saying about SLI, <laughs> R.I.P. SLI. Uh, it just it just seems each generation is slowly diminishing to the point of just irrelevancy, um, at least that was what I always, uh, generally would, would do, um, SLI either up front or gradually <clears throat> get, get to, uh, graphics cards to, you know, double the power, uh, to the point where it rivals, uh, at least the top of the top cards, which now it's not really, it's not really even, uh, doesn't even make sense really nowadays um considering just the very the lack of support for many games um natively doing it i guess technically using a nvidia inspector you could force it but then that just throws in a whole bag of variables and other things to troubleshoot on top of that which at least me personally i mean that's that's kind of uh kind of what is uh, always take a sip always um been my issue with p c is just the the potential um troubleshooting time trying to set up each game initially um in a lot of cases, it's fine. Uh, but in some rare cases and normally when it happens, it's very, uh, very extensive troubleshooting time trying to figure out how to even play the game normally, ideally, which, you know, all that time you could be playing on console, um, three, four hours in, but nope, you're spending that troubleshooting the game, but it's very generally situational. Um I know Windows 10 has some really iffy updates where at least my issue specifically with um HDR was uh causing a lot of just headache and issues all around but uh at least with the recent updates it seems like HDR has been resolved uh, mostly I believe um I haven't really run into it since then but then again it's like I've I very rarely play uh on PC. Um only for certain particular games really, but um yeah, I'm I'm definitely definitely excited for this. Um yeah, just sad the SLI is just out of it now. It's kinda sucks. You you could technically do it but it just doesn't make sense at all now. Just the benefits and just very yeah. Uh so Probably single card GPU this go around, um, and man, just the performance, the the showcase. So I guess let's kind of like analyze and uh dissect at least kind of a recap what what uh what we did see. So pretty much they showed the new architecture uh, amp here. I guess the official term now. Um, I forgot like the. The the official turns, but I think the the ten ten thousand series or one thousand I mean, were on Pascal. I forgot, yeah, Pascal. And in this generation, uh the two the two thousand three thousand series is Ampere, I believe. I want to say, could be totally wrong about that. Um, no, I think it's with each generation, so. I think the 2000 series was its own thing. And then 3000 is now their own thing with Ampere. So, but man, just, uh, from the looks of it, it it is, it seems very impressive. Uh, they showed some uh, showcases, some of the games, uh, what was the one, uh, Oh God, they show Fortnite and RTX on like, um, I guess, um not really the biggest fan of fortnite personally but i mean it's cool i guess uh they showed um cyberpunk a little bit of that that's definitely a game i'm for sure uh planning to play on pc um what else um it didn't show Doom Eternal, but they released a trailer, I think, sometime today. Uh showing it being played on uh RTX. Um there was some other oh um Call of Duty, um Cold War. They showed that a little bit of um like cutscene in-game engine cutscene slash uh yeah, I guess that's really essentially what it was. So that's cool. Um, yeah, man. And, um, oh yeah. They also were, uh, toting these, uh, monitors that could play at like 360 Hertz, which is like, what? And then, and that, that, that's the other thing too. Cause, uh, with the, the RTX 3090, that, that big beefy boy, um, they said that that will be able to play AK at 60 FPS. Not natively, but with a DLSS, um, and that's like uh, it. That's I think now we're starting to get into that weird iffy territory where it's like, can you even perceive, um, AK? You know, I don't know. Then I'm speaking to someone who hasn't seen AK, but um, at least in comparison to. 4K, I believe that's, at least in terms of theories and stuff, that's the max that you can see. You can't technically see any of the benefits of anything past 4K, uh, quote, 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 or um, quote marks, heavy quote marks, but seems like it makes sense, but I don't know. Yeah, 8K, that's just crazy. That's pretty that's pretty crazy. But I mean hey, if you if you have twenty thousand dollars to spend on an eight K TV, obviously you probably have enough to get a graphics card to play games on it. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Now now when you put it in perspective that way, it does. So yeah, that's great. That's great. Um but yeah, at least all of these cards seem to be pretty capable of at least four K sixty, which at least I've definitely been struggling to even reach uh at a comfortable level without um, you know, scaling everything up to or um I forgot the term, downscaling or doing the um what is it called? Um not native but particle sub sub particle sub sampling no that's uh upscaling but essentially basically um degrading the graphics quality Uh, I think it's adaptive adaptive graphics adaptive resolution I think it's adaptive resolution or it's some more accurate term than that but essentially adaptive resolution where the resolution will drop and adjust to acclimate to the performance needs of the game and kind of, you know, um, essentially adjust itself. So if it's, um, if one scene or area in a game is more demanding, the graphics quality will lower and then, you know, but maintain a particular frame rate or something like that. So, uh, that's going to be great just to to have that and also to uh to enjoy enjoy that potential glorious uh four k sixty and uninterrupted ultra settings to the max that's the only way you can do it that's the only way you can do it you know it and i know it what <laughs> my target who am I talking to? <laughs> Only you and I know that. <laughs> Why am I talking dirty? <laughs> no, let me stop. Um Trying to think of any other particular points. Uh oh yeah, the presentation was funny. Uh at least the head of uh NVIDIA. He was uh he uh did the whole event in his kitchen. He uh, revealed the thirty eighty, it was hiding in plain sight behind a multicolored uh, array of uh spatulas and then uh he revealed that big boy that big juicy boy that big juicy boy that 3090 uh out that stove because it was cooking it was cooking and it was hot <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not trying to get into ASMR territory but i i just you know when certain just you can't just say 3090 and not bask in its in it's greatness. That big juicy boy. You just gotta you just gotta do that. I'm sorry. And then <laughs> I forgot they they called it BF GPU. It's a big fucking GPU. because uh, I think they said it's gonna be like insane size. It's like uh three three graphics card slots and uh yeah that boy that boy gonna be big that boy gonna be big and juicy um so yeah uh which is interesting because i know in previous generations uh this technically would be the titan rtx but um it it is compared to the previous lines of graphics cards it is a pretty competitive price and as well as they're they're toting it to be gaming focused as well with The AK 60 FPS also. So Um, (coughs) all around, man, these lines of uh, graphics cards is crazy. You got the 3070 at 1499, not 1499, 499. uh, And that's fast. That's still crazy to me. That's faster than the top of the line 2080 Ti, which, yeah, man, it's crazy. You never see that. I mean, of course. I guess you technically take this with all all with a grain of salt, but I mean, in terms of how they presented it, it uh it seems pretty uh pretty reputable, as well as um digital foundry. They also did a uh, breakdown analysis of the um I think the thirty eighty in particular but they weren't allowed to, uh, mention specs and frame rates and stuff like that. So, um, it seemed pretty legit. So, you know, uh, then I know one thing they did mention, which is definitely, uh, a pretty big indication of them trying to go for the neck of, um, PS5 and, uh, Xbox series X, uh, I guess a little less series X, but I guess technically, uh, somewhat, um, um, is basically this card will be, uh, implemented in this new architecture. I forgot what it's called. Uh, basically it utilizes PCIe four uh, four, 4.0 where you essentially will be able to, um, refer to, uh, the data. So let's say if you have an NVMe drive, I'm sorry to get real jargony and technical, I guess that's uh, I've kind of teeter with it, but I think it, get, it's get, it gets real technical at this point, but essentially the graphics card will be able to refer directly to the hard drive, um, basically making it more more in line with the current uh, the next generation of consoles where that's that's technically uh was the advantage it had over uh traditional PCs but now uh Nvidia is uh pretty much <laughs> even in that playing field now that uh technically um PCs will still have an advantage now being able to load directly off a uh, NVMe drive in the same manner as uh PS5 and Xbox one X series X. So, um, and why I said Microsoft, not so much is that they also said that this will be useful for windows is, um, uh, Microsoft windows, uh, direct storage, which I guess is some, uh, future implementation, which will utilize this, architecture as well so um technically microsoft could benefit from this since uh, a lot of the exclusive series x um titles will be uh coming to pc as well so it's man man when you think about it yeah microsoft is kind of playing it smart man they really are uh when you when you think about it in in that way so um all in all man it's pretty good. And it also is good for progressing game development to, um, you know, have more efficient loading and being able to do things we've never seen before in games, uh, based off this architecture on both now, uh, coming up PC as well as the next generation console. So all in all, man, it's looking real good, just real good for just consumers. And, and the gaming industry, uh, hands down, um, but man, uh oh, looking, looking so good. So good and juicy. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers. Yeah. We talked about the, uh, did we, I don't think we talked about the, uh, the monitors, I think we did, but I guess to touch a little bit more on it, uh, I guess essentially using this similar architecture that they're gonna have some way to reduce latency significantly by like 20 milliseconds, uh, from what they were saying. So this is definitely a big boon for, you know, competitive gamers and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, one of me, one of the most prominent competitive players, known the man i mean I, I have to um yeah it's been a while since so i've uh upgraded my monitor uh i'm 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 still a <laughs> i'm still in that sixty f p s club it's probably why i haven't uh i haven't fully uh put the crown the p c master race crown on my head yet but um yeah probably when i get a uh higher 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 uh fps monitor as that's probably when it, when it might get might get serious just just a little bit just a little bit serious um so yeah um they also had or touched on some of the um i guess streamer friendly features or uh streamer centered features uh where basically they had uh they showed uh, I forgot the term. They, I think they had some particular terminology for it, but basically they had this whole suite of tools for streamers, uh, in terms of one for, uh, basically giving you a green screen effect. Like some of the, some software does, where essentially it gives you the green green screen effect without having a green screen where essentially AI, uh, pretty much works to cut, uh, cut you out, um in terms of yourself and, you know, uh do whatever you please in terms of, you know, overlay yourself over gameplay and stuff like that. So, uh that was pretty cool. Um just curious to see if it actually follows through and actually does work reliably as it uh was, you know, presented. Uh they also showed the RTX voice. I think they renamed it now. They didn't seem to use that terminology anymore. Um, but essentially it's that super ridiculously impressive software that i'm using now um they uh also presented um which is pretty great too uh then i think they said even what was crazy too is that freaking uh with 3090 you can record (laughs) your gameplay at uh 8k uh 30 fps which is that's that's still insane um using the uh, nvidia's proprietary recording software uh shadow play um but regardless that's still insane overall man yeah i am very very impressed with uh yeah nvidia showing with uh with their with their series line of cards um definitely curious to see how a m d is gonna really uh really stack up against it but we'll see. We'll see. They got, they got some big shoes to fill or, you know, make and put against the RT, the NVIDIA RTX line, but we shall see. We shall see a uh, good, good on NVIDIA though, man. Yeah. uh, These cards are going to sell insanely quick. Uh, Considering our climate, our, uh, continued uh reliance on computers with you know uh, a lot of us with working from home and stuff like that um yeah overall man it's gonna be a crazy one it's gonna be crazy um but yeah i think yeah that pretty much covered the whole nvidia event. um yeah man again really impressive stuff from what they showed hands down, uh, moving on, uh, out of nowhere. Well, I guess (laughs) not really out of nowhere. We kind of saw everybody saw it coming, but, uh, the highly, uh, leaked, uh, info of, uh, a 3d Mario's, uh, getting ported to switch actually did come to fruition today, earlier today, uh, where they had a Mario direct, where they pretty much had uh just a cavalcade of Mario related stuff and fandom now uh just uh i guess we'll yeah we'll try to i'm try to touch on everything if possible they started it off they talked about a Mario Game and Watch which basically uh you can play the entirety of Mario on it as well as a couple game Game and Watch games um fine yeah was okay i mean it's like i you know that's directly going for collectors but um outside of that what else i think they also revealed super mario all-stars coming to um nintendo super nintendo online which is the you know free to play nintendo service which has a selected uh a sorted library of a uh, Nintendo Super Nintendo games you can play if you have a Nintendo Switch Online subscription. Um then I think after that they revealed Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, Super Mario 3D World which is the four player um Mario which I think now has will have online that's um confirmed apparently as well as uh uh, some additional content called bowser's saga bowser's fury i think um so that looks pretty enticing as somebody who hasn't didn't play that in particular that uh that piques my interest um then they have uh super mario i forgot they what they called it but basically Super Mario Brothers Battle Royale where basically you can play uh to my understanding the first Super Mario uh Brothers original um not the original the you know what I mean. Not the not the old Super Mario Brothers, but the original Super Mario Brothers that came on the Super the 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 Nintendo entertainment system. You can play that with uh up to i think they said 30 other people or 60 i think 30 where it basically is just tetris 99 but in mario form where you can basically thwart other people by you know doing something really good on your end and uh things like that basically um handicapping other people and and stuff like that so uh that seemed pretty interesting i think that dropped today um what else of course the big marquee um well no actually there was some before that they did reveal um mario kart real life <laughs> i forgot i forgot what they called it but basically i guess that they were more so told in the the toy but basically you technically can play Mario Kart in real life with actual Mario Kart cars that I believe I'm assuming you can, uh, control via, uh, the Bluetooth connectivity with the Nintendo switch. And it, it showed that the cart itself had a camera on it, which was presumably how you could view it. Um, and then they uh, you also, they also had tracks or manual tracks. You can lay out. So, um, that's pretty interesting if that actually delivers uh in terms of uh you know does what it was presented that it does uh but considering nintendo i feel like they always they've generally had a pretty good track record of you know being very creative with their products and stuff and actually the products actually working really well uh from a low a low technology and resource standpoint, if that makes sense. So not having to utilize very expensive materials to make something very creative that works reliably. So that's pretty cool. Uh, That was pretty interesting. I wouldn't get it because I mean, it it seems like something you just use and play for like, maybe a couple hours and be done with it, put it up somewhere, but for kids, man, yeah, for kids that's that's a godsend. I would want that as a as a Christmas present if I was a kid for sure. Um and then I think after that they had this whole blowout of all Mario crossover stuff, uh with other Nintendo IP, um Smash Brothers, Platoon, um, to name a few. And then they got they got real meaty they got what we were all what we were all waiting for what we all wanted uh Super Mario 3D All-Stars which includes the original Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy which is the pretty obvious like w- question is uh why no Super Mario Galaxy 2 which is weird but Um, who knows, uh, some people are saying that probably it's just because they're actually going to give galaxy Two a legit remake treatment and, you know, add some content and stuff like that. But who knows? That's still weird. And then, then the weirder part is that they like legit omitted a lot of their Mario titles, like they did like a full, like recap of the Mario series, uh, in terms of the mainline Mario games and they like had a lot of obvious omissions especially like skipping galaxy 2 and a couple other ones at least i recall but i mean hey we 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 got we got uh a lot of highly requested marios ported uh to the um coming to the switch so that's that's always a good thing uh but the weirdest point uh aspect about this though is that the fact that this is timed, uh, content. This game is timed, uh, until March, 2021. So basically, uh, and this is both digitally and physically. So let's say come March, 2021, you're like, Hey man. Yeah. I've been hearing some good stuff about Super Mario 3d all-stars. Let me go pick it up and play it and no <laughs> well oh man Uh no Nintendo like ah well darn nah. uh, you just missed it yeah uh, just just February you were just here February 29th you would have been able to play it and get it but now you can't because we're Nintendo <laughs> sorry that's that's kind of messed up that's kind of messed up that you won't be able to, you, you will not be able to purchase or download by purchase this game digitally or physically after March, 2021. Something just feels very grimy about that. Uh, I mean, considering though, I mean, Nintendo has done that in the past. I think with the legend of Zelda, I think that masters edition, um, that was the only way you could play the, I think, original Legend of Zelda, the 3D Zelda trilogy at the time. Um, yeah, that's just grimy, man. It's just, <laughs> why? So it, just Nintendo, like them dumb Disney antics where they, oh, it's in the vault. Uh, you better get it before it's gone. So get it now. We won't be able to get it anymore. <sighs> Nintendo being Nintendo with this like false false sense of limited quantity or uh yeah limited limited demand rare demand all these tactics are Nintendo being Nintendo let's if we're going to be honest if we're going to be honest all in all uh as somebody who technically hasn't really beaten yeah i haven't really even beaten any of the 3d mario games uh definitely beat definitely beat mario 3 pretty sure i beat super mario world and the original mario but uh all the newer mario's i've technically i've played for sure but i haven't necessarily beaten so uh this is definitely a good good uh entry point more than any to uh jump in uh, uh the Mario series. Um it's cool to see that some of the Wiimote functionality is um coming to Mario Galaxy. Uh for I think specifically if you're second player you can still do the Wiimote functionality which I do recall. Um I know some people are in an uproar about that 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 uh um if people want to play two player you're kind of restricted to that which is like It's understandable, (laughs) especially people with switch lights uh, saying like, I can't play two player. I need a Wiimote to do that arena, Joy-Con to do that. But it's like uh, a a switch light only has, has permanent (laughs) a controller setup. So I think maybe they were talking about specifically um, you if you wanted to play Super Mario Galaxy you had to use a joy con you couldn't play it technically on a switch Lite because you know it defeats the whole purpose of a switch Lite. but i believe that was squashed so all in all uh pretty interesting a bit of a bummer that S- super mario 64 isn't up resed uh it seems like it, it would have been a perfect time to do it but um, i think you can do widescreen at least stretch it out to that 16 by nine aspect ratio which is cool so um yeah i'm definitely definitely getting it um yeah uh perfect excuse now to uh jump (laughs) jump back into mario yeah i still gotta finish odyssey i got that whenever when that came out and i still have yet to finish that um yeah it's all in all good good on nintendo now you can bring out Zelda, Zelda collection, and make it timed. Uh, you can also bring out um, Metroid collection. Make it timed as well, because you, cause Nintendo, you're going to be Nintendo. Just want to be making stuff rare and exclusive just to make stuff rare and exclusive. I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. Moving on, um, potentially, uh, breaking everybody's hearts, uh, (laughs) the the most, probably one of the most unexpected people you'd hear this news from, uh, Ubisoft, uh, did, um, reveal that the PS5 won't support PS1, PS2, and PS3 backwards compatibility. Um, I believe it was it was on Ubisoft's site via an FAQ for the game um, where they were answering specific questions. I forgot what they said specifically, but essentially they uh, ultimately said that uh, backwards compatibility will be available for supported PlayStation 4 titles, but would not be possible for PS3, PS2, and PlayStation games. Uh, but since then, uh, like, I think like maybe hours after that, they said, uh, the page was removed. So, uh, I mean, that could entail a lot of things. Um, potentially a backwards compatible compatibility could still be a thing or just, uh, Sony is just doing damage control and. You know, trying to mitigate those damages of the you know negativity that people will have against PS Five not being the 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 God's machine (laughs) without not having all that backwards compatibility with PS Three, PS Two, PS One. So, I mean, I highly doubt that's the case i'm pretty certain ps5 won't have any backwards compatibility other with other than um ps4 i would be delightfully surprised if that wasn't the case but i'm not gonna keep my hopes up at this point um i think uh, ubisoft told us what we what we what we didn't want to hear but needed to hear um so uh, definitely would be a great surprise if it did, um, but I'm very doubtful about it. Uh, and then, you know, Xbox on the other end, just just churning out them them backwards compatible titles, them classics uh, that you can play today. Um, I think, in, on top of that, they they've done a really good job of getting a lot of titles that at least a wide amount of people generally appreciated and uh, liked, which is cool. So yeah, yeah. RIP PS five being the, the console to rule them all. Um, But I mean, when you weigh it out, technically it's like, would you want a PS five that could support PS one, PS two, PS three, but cost like eight, thousand uh, uh no eight nine eight thousand that's cr- that's crazy at, l- at least like a thousand dollars or uh ps5 that is only backwards compatible ps4 but like 400 uh, that depends it depends on how mm 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 man that's a yeah that's an interesting question i just kind of prom- I uh, that just gave me an epiphany really mm i'd have to you uh 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 mm, mm mm i don't know about that um but i mean I doubt that it regardless because that's a lot of resources and uh raising the price of uh of a loss that the p s uh playstation would generally lose um which i know their goal is to reduce their loss because i think most most if not all consoles sell at a loss where they when they when they sell the parts they uh purchase to make the console basically cost more than what they generally sell the console for um yeah so yeah I don't know when you when you kind of rule all that out put all that in a consideration considering the you know travesty that was a ps3 from a uh initial launch standpoint I don't uh I don't think that's gonna happen yeah would be cool though would be cool though uh hopefully they don't try to do just say they don't I hope they don't try to freaking tote PS now and try to boast that as oh yeah you can play your PS2 games on PS now our streaming service where you know we stream the game but it's not native you get you know lag but yeah uh (laughs) keeping that PS5 I can't even say it (laughs) oh the segue. Oh, uh, I hate it. It's like when you think of something when you're saying it and you're thinking about it it's funny and you can't help it. That's that's what happened. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. All right. <laughs> Keeping the PS five de- depression train going. Choo chew. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I got it. I'm gonna try it again. Oh, oh man. Oh, I gotta keep my cheeks right. <laughs> Keeping a PS five depression train going. Chew chew. Um PS five also on top of not having potentially more than likely not being backwards compatible with older cherished and in in and, and, and prized consoles uh, will also not have an optical audio port. (sighs) RIP. It's been a good run. It's been a good run. So now officially both consoles will not have an optical audio port. Hurts my soul, man. As somebody who, uh, personally really loves optical audio in terms of just, um, how my whole setup is, uh, kind of engineered and, um, cater to optical audio ports. This one hurts, hurts a lot, hurts a lot. Tear almost came out, but I fought it. I fought it hard. Um, but I mean, I get it at the same time, the more robust audio formats are, um, they are uh able to be pushed out with hdmi um and then now i believe headsets are now with their direct connectivity to consoles um can potentially uh provide potentially better quality than traditional optical audio which has generally been um what's the word I guess restricted to, uh, to a certain extent. So who knows, um, it sucks, but you know, at least me personally, I figured out some, a way to still get optical audio where I know most TVs generally give you an optical audio out, uh, option. Um, then there also are audio extractors, which basically you plug HDMI cable into a box, And then that box uh, will pass through the HDMI signal, but give you a couple options where you can use either a 3.5 millimeter uh, headphone jack or uh, optical audio out that way. And then ideally get your optical audio there. So there are options. Uh, It just sucks that it's, it feels like another hoop you gotta jump through to, you know, maintain general overall compatibility with all your systems and stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, it still hurts, man. It's very, it's uh, for me, it feels just like when a iPhone and Android just dropped, uh, the headphone jack completely. I believe Android start, uh, Samsung started bringing that back now, but iPhone, everybody's used to it now. (laughs) I Apple just. Just uh put a pacifier in everybody's mouth. Alright, we got we got earpods. Shut up. Shut your ass up, earpods, bitch. It's like, oh uh oh okay, alright, earpods, Ah, uh, let me give them all right, here you go, two hundred dollars, uh <laughs> That's my that's my clear impression of Apple and customers. I have not succumbed to the uh earpod uh earpod fervor if you will, but yeah. Cause I mean, I'm not really an earbud guy. That's my, that's my issue with, uh, Apple, uh, ear pods is that, uh, it just seems like for at least always the, the, um, in-ear headsets I had, they will always fall out consistently. And, uh, I feel like this would be no different. I know there's like aftermarket third party knockoff, you know, uh, attachments you can put on it, but it just, that uh, it just feels like, uh, if I'm doing that, then why would I, why do I want to get a ear? Why do I want to ear pods? Then I just, it defeats the whole purpose of the intended, uh, goal of the product. I would, I would, I feel, but I digress RIP optical audio port. You always hold a special place in my heart. The the red beam that you uh you know, you you put out, your thin cords that are all so light and maneuverable. Um the crisp audio of of footsteps I can hear when playing Call of Duty. RIP optical audio. Gone but never forgotten. Sorry, I needed that. I needed that for myself moving on um, that man that man that um, that man that mysterious person known as dust golem aka the Capcom leaker uh, he dropped some goddamn info if we ever heard any um so it's a lot to divulge actually he uh he 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 had a lot of stuff to just you gotta digress digest um so i'll just read his tweet in other news re8 will most likely be great re4 is in a bit of a worrying position right now silent hill is still in in development uh, something moo related will be revealed in one and two weeks. Uh, PS5 event first half of September. Monster Hunter Switch is being revealed soon. Have a good day. It's like how you how you gonna drop all this hotness and then be like, "Have a good day." Um, God damn you, Duskol. Um. So to try to try to, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to process in this 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 simple tweet right now. So okay, RE eight most likely be great. That's a given. Um yeah, I I, I can't it's nothing really contests with that. RE four in a bit of a worried position. That's interesting. Um it's a lot to uh interpret from that. Um, like what is going on? Is is there some trouble with the story, how the particular decisions on what they should bring to the remake um who knows but uh, that's uh, from one of my favorite games of all time getting a remake that's that's a bit that's very concerning that's very concerning super concerning but we'll see uh yeah uh silent in development i guess that's pretty much a given um something Shamu related revealed in one or two weeks. I think I would assume either. Mm, yeah, that's hard to. I, I want to say it could be Shemu four, but I don't think Shemu three sold that well. So I don't think it's Shamu three. I think if anything, it's likely Shenmue DLC that maybe um, concludes Shenmue because I know I I haven't even I freaking haven't even played Shenmue. I'm I'm kind of um, I just had a wave of disappointment in myself, but I at least from what I heard from Shenmue, without getting spoiled, is that it seemed to not be conclusive. That it seemed to lead to. Oh, well, well, we'll reveal this or we'll conclude this in Shenmue four. And it's like, uh what? (laughs) Which I understand for a lot of people that like waited like what? 12, 15, no, 20. Yeah. Damn near 20 years. To get some conclusion since two, I'm pretty sure uh, left off on a super huge cliffhanger and then to also leave this on what I, what I would assume is another cliffhanger is, is definitely uh very just, oh, you, oh, you relieve my blue balls to give me blue, more blue balls. Uh, so I would assume it's DLC, um, or <laughs> Shamu cross Yakuza. That's just, I'm just being unrealistic, but I made a dumb ass tweet about that. But, um, yeah, that'll be, I don't see that happening. No, not at all. Yeah. Shimmel. I pre it, it would have to be DLC. It will reward people who invested in Shimmel, um, uh, mitigate cost in terms of, um, having to get funding and do the whole Shimbu funding process again, which I think now that we've gotten Shimbu three and it seemed like the reception reception wasn't that wasn't that necessarily well received. Um, don't think that's probably the smartest thing to do. I think it's just going to be some DLC that maybe ideally concludes the story of Shimbu three. Uh, or Shamu as a whole, who knows, um, man. I definitely, I gotta get, th- I gotta fix that Shamu three. Um, And then PS5 event first half of September. I freaking hope so. It is, let's just, let's just realize how freaking crazy it is that we're like two months away from these consoles being released we don't have a price from neither that is surreal to me that we we don't even know what these consoles cost, and they're supposed to be coming out uh two months from now. still crazy, so I hope p s five will have an event uh the first half of September uh so we actually know what we're getting into and blindlessly. Uh, blindlessly, blindly, (laughs) (laughs) blindlessly, what blindly pre-ordering, uh, these consoles that we don't really even know what we're getting into. Surreal to me, but I hope so. Then Xbox ideally undercut PS five. And then, Xbox will have a good head start of this generation and then the whole cycle will repeat next generation and then it just keeps going. Who knows? But uh and then probably I'd say the biggest takeaway from this tweet is Monster Hunter Switch being revealed soon. That is magnificent. Uh big Monster Hunter fan. Uh love Monster Hunter generations still play it in 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 conjunction with uh monster world it's it's sad that all these people that you know jump from generations to world just don't you know uh, mm, i don't like generations anymore ugh too ancient for me come on guys ah just I don't know. Maybe I'm just a masochist, I guess. I, I That must be it because I don't know. It's a lot of aspects of generations I really do like and still like going back to. Um, the world is great. Fantastic. Of course, quality of life, Monster Hunter quality of life edition. But I don't know. I feel like it's always good to kind of humble yourself sometimes. Give take yourself back to some classic Monster Hunter where, you know, Ah, I forgot my items. Oh, well, I got to got to figure it out. Got to got to got to do what I got. Well, you know, ah, I forgot to eat. Oh, uh, well, Ah, got to do what I got. You know, Monster Hunter. I miss Monster Hunter. Ah, got to do what you got edition. OK, so. Uh, maybe just just some of the few of us that. uh Really love Monster Hunter. Go back to the ah. This is what I implore you, people. If if you're a fan of Monster Hunter, and you more than likely, if you are, you probably play Monster Hunter World. I think it is good for a lot of people who maybe started with Monster Hunter World to potentially go back to Monster Hunter World, Monster Hunter Generations. Um, that's that's what it's called, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. I think it's a pretty. It's it gives you the best of both worlds. It has a fair amount of quality of life stuff um that Monster Hunter does implement, maybe to a greater extent, but still is good, man. It still has some of that hardcore feel. It's just the greatest hits of Monster Hunter previous gen. Um But I'm getting on a whole tangent. I'm sorry. I'm just it just hurts me that people who, who went to Monster Hunter World. Don't want to come back to generations. It's great. Missing out on these blessings. I'm just saying. Um, and it's, it's, it keeps going on sale fairly often too. So I say whenever it's on sale, just just take that dive in. Put your foot in. Hopefully it's like, you know, you like it. You like the temperature a little bit. Or, you know, it's like a cold, cold pool. You know, you put your foot in it. It's a little cold. I'm like, oh, I want to put my foot out. Don't. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Put your foot back in. Keep it in there. Keep it in there. Then you're going to get acclimated to it. Then, then you're like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. I'm glad I didn't put my foot out. It's my center world. Well, no, my or switch. That's what that is. That's what that is. My Hunter switch. So, At least uh, back in on that rumor, I believe there are some more details that are substantiated after that, uh, that I think it's also using a like, what I assume is a highly modified RE engine to run on Switch. Uh, I believe they said that like, uh, Capcom tried to do it for Resident Evil, some of the Resident Evil's, the current generation Resident Evil's, but they didn't. Um it just wasn't working out in terms of that development, but whatever they did now, I assume they just heavily modded modified the RE engine to run on Switch for this exclusive Monster Hunter title. I hope it's just a legit a legit mainline Monster Hunter. Uh I'm I don't really kind of be pretty disappointed if it's like Monster Hunter stories or pretty much the side stuff. I don't know for them to be putting all these resources into this. I feel like it it could potentially just be a legit mainline Monster Hunter like Monster Hunter five. Like, you know, you have Monster Hunter world and then you have Monster Hunter five. And then who I mean, who knows? Like maybe they uh, take and implement a lot of quality of life improvements in world, probably put a little bit of that into five, but maybe make this like, <laughs> what's the word? The Dark Souls of Monster Hunter, but I feel like that's not really accurate because Monster Hunter was kinda like Dark Souls before Dark Souls if we, if we wanna get real granular, but uh, that's tough, that's real tough. Yeah, I would say I just say go full hardcore for Monster Hunter on Switch. I say go back to the hardcore roots, even though I mean not too hardcore, you know what I mean. Like pretty much use Monster Hunter Generation's Ultimate as a uh I guess reference point and then maybe do a little bit more of quality of life stuff. Um I this is probably a very controversial opinion, but I think I would totally be fine if they still kept loaded zones personally if they kept loaded zones. I think there's some kind of i find some kind of nuance in that, especially after playing monster Hunter world that that like it adds a whole element of what's the word a whole element of Uh, tactics, I'd say, compared to a world where you know, yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it. So, I don't know, man. I, 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 at least if I had to suspect, uh, considering all the resources it seems like they're putting into this, highly modifying the RE engine, which is like a very robust engine in general, I think. I think it's gonna be Monster Hunter Five. I'm gonna call it right now, Monster Hunter Five. Then you you still have Monster Hunter World, uh, you know, on Monster Hunter World Two coming on, you know, uh, next generation consoles. But Monster Hunter Five, like legit mainline, I guess mainline is maybe too strong, but still the legit mainline Monster Hunter. I guess I don't know. That's what I think. I think yeah. I mean, Switch is 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 a is an obvious prominent console, uh, huge in Japan, which you know Japan is very big on portable consoles, A.K.A. A la the Switch. Um, I think they're gonna do Monster Hunter Five. Maybe Monster Hunter World. I guess. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It I I would not want Monster Hunter World because that would just be directly directly in comparison to you're directly gonna compare, especially if you play Monster Hunter World, you're gonna heavily compare it uh to the higher you know, higher powered ports. Uh God forbid PC port is like not even a question. Yeah, I don't think they would do Monster Hunter World they will port it to the switch. Uh they could, but I don't think so. I think they're going to go original and just do Monster Hunter 05 and you know give it a, its particular art style and um you know have some missing things. Uh it's tough, man. I could see I could see them going multiple ways. I think but I personally think they they would do Monster Hunter Five, I think Monster Hunter Five, but still, you know, have the Monster Hunter World series go on their generation of consoles, and then Monster Hunter Five will be Switch, because that's kind of what it's been like, really, when we think about it. Yeah, but I mean, I think we won't have to wait too long. Um, I think it's pretty much a given. Uh, TGS will probably find out since, uh, a lot of the Capcom games specifically. Monster Hunter is huge in Japan. So I'm pretty certain that's definitely where we'll find or get that a reveal and announcement as well as I think they did confirm. re 8 will be, uh, re- uh, some more details will be revealed at, uh, Tokyo game show as well. So, ah, man, that's pretty cool though. Monster Hunter switch. Hopefully it's good. I'm, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm I'm still sticking to it. Monster Hunter 5. Monster Hunter 5 for Switch. I feel it. I believe it. I feel it. <laughs> Moving on. Um Xbox Series S <laughs> still can't keep keep itself secret. So apparently just in the just most shameful uh ways uh so uh a user a uh, person who purchased uh, a recent uh tr- standard xbox one controller not uh in the new ones uh, off the legal market but uh pretty much interestingly uh when he opened the box he got a xbox game pass invite or you know a tr- trial that you know they stick in uh um, pretty much anything really. Um, he got it, and on it it said, um, you know, uh, download to play games on Xbox Series X and S. Uh, yet again, the same labeling that was on the leaked controllers, um, as well. So I was like, it's like who are you fool in Microsoft? But again, I guess they're still keep keeping their mouth shut because of uh. Making a price what's the word? If they were to announce it, they obviously gotta have to explain a difference in um justification of price or price difference between the X and S. So understandable why they're still keeping their mouth shut, but Jesus, somebody just revealed this their price so the other can reveal their price, so we know what we're getting to and we can just get into it already just just come on guys just I feel like at some point Sony and Microsoft have to just come to just sign some damn treaty or equivalent where you're like okay hey if we just both have an even price that's it just both have an even price and let's just reveal our prices so we know we won't undercut each other if you undercut me then uh it's hell to pay and you're gonna die or I don't Know, that's, that's maybe a little too extreme, but you get what I'm saying. So, um, yeah. So keeping in line with that, uh, also revealed that the series X, uh, will be launching earlier than the PS five, uh, uh, supposedly they're targeting November's first week and then PS five launching in mid November, uh, which definitely seems to line up with some of the, uh, I guess was just, just very vague announcement windows and using the terminology of launch window. Um, and, but people are saying November 13th, but people don't know what that is. Uh, so is that technically the release date or is it not? And then, you know, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, also, keeping in in line with uh, launch or quote unquote uh, launch window games uh, and, and on a better end of things, Demon Souls actually was rated in Korea. So again, for people that may not know, generally when a game is rated, normally that's a pretty big indication that a game is going to be announced or not announced or released fairly soon. So, a good sign for Demon Souls because I know in some of the marketing it seemed like it was it was actually gonna be a launch title, but not. But then again, they were using that, um, you know, uh, launch window shield, uh, you know, launch window curtain, where they basically uh, it could be when the game console comes out, it could be like three months after who knows, you know, so Yeah. Moving on, uh, going back to the Tokyo game show, uh, news. Um, they did reveal their schedule and Xbox coming out with them guns. All right. Xbox got them cojones. Xbox coming out with them cojones. Um, They like, you know, what hit me Xbox, uh, is actually having their showcase on the first day, uh, which is very interesting, um, considering how horrible Xbox is in Japan, at least reception wise and sales wise, that it's, I believe their worst market. Um, you know, from a sales standpoint, I think it's just, I believe it's, um, I would assume I know if I were to speculate real quick that I think it's just, uh, the use of the X, which I believe in Japan is always seen as negative. So I don't know, just that iconography, I believe just a lot of people in jam Japan, just, just write it off. Just let a, just buy that alone. So, um, very interesting for them to start to show i think this is a 50 minute showcase which is a lot for xbox but then at the same time they got yakuza like a dragon that's gonna be uh, exclusive to the uh series x you technically can get it on ps4 but won't be as pretty won't be as glorious won't be as efficiently loading as the series x version which PlayStation five is, they said it's yet to be revealed. So that's probably going to be their biggest marquee thing. They're going to be toting since Yakuza. Um, Yakuza is huge in Japan. So I'll say that fantasy star online too. Um And then who knows what else? So, I don't know, part of me is thinking, I don't know, we might get that Sega Series X. (laughs) I believe we talked about that in a couple of previous episodes, but I think we might get uh, the Xbox, uh, no, the Sega Series X rebranding of the console, because I feel like that's pretty much, that will pretty much what they would have to do at this point to try and even kind of uh, rid their bad reputation they've kind of i guess amassed in japan i would assume i don't know from somebody from now some some somebody from the outside looking in i i would assume that would be the case but who knows who who even knows at this point um yeah square enix i mean i feel like they gotta reveal reveal something new Maybe mm, i don't think i think it's too early for final fantasy seven part two whatever they name that sega atlas capcom showcase and yeah they said yeah for sure resident evil village and more maybe we get that devil may cry special edition devil may cry 5 special edition uh for sure gonna be that most Monster starter announcement um i don't even know what else after that uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. I'm gonna call it right now. Resident Evil Outbreak HD Collection. Capcom. If you're smart, you would do that. Don't be dumb, Capcom. I swear to God. Swear to God, I would lose my shit if they announced that. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Uh, I kind of half lying, joking. I, I would. I, I mean, come on, Capcom. Jesus, the, the climate is now Capcom. I'm just saying. Uh Cyberpunk, which is interesting. Um What else? koi Tecmo. They said R- Rise of 2 in an un- unannounced game. No, it's Ninja Gaiden uh, 4, huh? Huh? Uh-huh. So, it's, uh, it's been a while, you know. Ninja Gaiden 4, you know? I doubt it'd be dead alive or anything like that. I that'd be pretty cool. Ninja Gaiden Four. I'd be doubt. I'd be down for that. Uh, Koi Moose musu, musu special. So yeah. they, Oh yeah. They said two new Dynasty Warrior games. I yeah. <laughs> feel like they would take a break from Dynasty Warriors. Uh, well, they said Dynasty Wars, but no, it could be like Samurai Wars or um, what's the the crossover between dynasty Warriors and, uh, I forgot what they called something warriors where they, it was the crossover, uh, Scarlet Nexus sword art online. It's got a lot of potential. I'm definitely looking most forward to a Capcom and Xbox to see why they got some, they got some cojones. They, they got some updates sleeve If, uh, you know, I guess the one big disappointment, though, is that they said no major Xbox Series X announcement. So, again, no damn price. Jesus, somebody, somebody just say it. Just say it, please. Just just put it out. Just pull it out. <laughs> just pull it out. PS place that Sony, Sony, Microsoft, somebody just pull it out, please. Just pull it out. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm if we being honest right now, if if we're being completely honest. All right, I think that's pretty much all the news. We'll get into what I've been playing. Uh, you know that Modern Warfare. Actually, not that much. Uh, just a little bit over the uh, weekend, just to capitalize on that uh, triple threat XP. So I was pretty close, so I got all that. I'm pretty much done for the season. This is weird. I do like it, though, because it gives me time to play other stuff, and I don't have to keep playing the game, I guess. But uh, it is, I do have to admit, it's kind of weird how they have it, where, you know, you max out the rank in Call of Duty. It's pretty much it. It's like, well, you really shouldn't be playing anymore because you maxed out, and you maxed out the battle pass, so there's really no... No reason. But I do like how of Battle Passes act- uh Modern Warfare is very respectful of your time, I feel like. Felt like it's not if it, it feels like it's not as like insanely demanding like it feels like Fortnite is. Uh but then again I didn't I I can never play Fortnite more than like two, three games, so I don't know. Uh, outside of that I can say I finally finished Ghost of Tsushima yes it was like I think it was 60 hour game but it felt way longer than that for some reason I think maybe because I was taking breaks from it um, long extended breaks in between since it came out so maybe that's probably why but um thoroughly enjoyed that game. Man, just after all is said and done, Bravo. Bravo Sucker Punch. Just a great samurai I was talking about this on Twitter. Great samurai love letter um to the culture and just the uh, the um the whole culture I guess. Um yeah, man. So everything was done really right uh just that world is beautiful man i've i i it's never it's you know it's some games like oh man it looks good but just this game in terms of just the overall i don't know if it's just the contrast the detail i think just the little little details it's kind of like uh similar to grand theft auto where you know just all the numerous little details just make the game stand out that much more. Um, But just with this, I mean, you have that, but you also just have just the game is just outright beautiful and just stunning, man. It's like, it's, I've never played a game where I've just been in awe and I just have to just, just actually stand still and just, you know, rotate my camera around and just absorb, like just how beautiful the damn environment is. And I've done that like so many times in this game it's crazy. I'd be very surprised, very surprised, disappointed if this does not win uh numerous, numerous ridiculous amounts of, uh, best, best graphics, uh, art direction awards, because, they freaking nailed it on all fronts possible. Ugh. 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 That game is beautiful. But all in all, uh, yeah, played all the side quests, did pretty much all the side stuff. Um I had a yeah, I had a great time with it. Combat, really good. Uh, I mean, I understand some people may not like it based on the rock, paper, scissors thing kind of similar. It remind me a lot of uh, Devil May Cry or my bad. I can't even I don't even want to disown or disrespect. Devil May Cry like that DMC uh, where, you know, it uh, had that has this mechanic where, you know, if you want to defeat this enemy, you got to switch to this stance or this this thing that counters that enemy and lets you defeat them and stuff like that, which it can kind of be a pain sometime, but you can technically still um, hurt enemies. If you aren't, if you're fighting an enemy that isn't as susceptible uh, to the current stance you're in. So um, yeah, play the story, very pretty satisfying at the end. Uh, you definitely get a pretty uh, reasonable payoff. Um yeah, man, it was, a very, it was a very solid, great game. I have to say it's it's. I wouldn't say game of the year, but it's definitely up there. I would put it top five for sure. Top five um, game of the year, I'd say. Yeah, I'd, I, yeah, i confidently say that. Couldn't nobody, I think no game can beat Street of Rage 4 personally for me, but it's up there. Up there for game of the year. For sure. <laughs> In contrast of game of the year. it's <laughs> oh, <that's> funny. <laughs> oh man. In contrast of game of the year. Uh <laughs> uh, I'm actually been playing uh Deadly Permonition 2. Uh finally got back to it. And um they actually made some uh some um updates and patches to improve the horrible performance of the game. I mean, it de- didn't completely resolve it. There's still some substantial hiccups here and there, but definitely much better than what I remember when I initially played it when it dropped. But um, yeah, man, uh, it's it still hits those same uh, those same uh, I guess not feels, but same um, just just those same hooks that, uh, the original deadly premonition, you know, hit, uh, you know, just the campiness, the weirdness, the zaniness, uh, and, the you know, it's, it's a controversial opinion, but the, um, the, uh, lackluster performance, which I, in, in this game, I feel adds to the kind of weird charm and appeal for some strange reason. Um, but it feels like that, I guess that's the best way to describe it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I ran into somewhat of a uh, wall because I'm like, I didn't know how to start things out. It it felt like with the game, uh, it was like a lot of ambiguity in terms of what to do. But I started getting to a rhythm, found the rhythm, and I'm starting to actually yeah thoroughly enjoy the game now, so think I'm like, uh, feels like 10 ish, 10, 12 hours in. I want to say I've been doing a lot of side stuff mainly. And then, you know, at least that's my, my go to. I generally depend on the game if I really like it or, you know, uh, most games pretty much. I do that. I don't really make an exception, but pretty much I generally try to do all the side stuff if I like it and then do the side main story kind of just been my go-to so thoroughly enjoying it i (laughs) i can't comfortably recommend it to people but if you do like campy uh campy campy um campy what is the word i'm looking for campy wonky a campy wonky charming in the in the most indirect way game then deadly premonition may be for you. That's the best I am I know I'm not selling that at all, but you'd have to believe me if that's up to your alley then deadly premonition is is that if that's what you're looking for. That's admittedly that's my shit. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. I just love it. Okay, I, I wanna. I, if I was in a you know a wide group of people, you know people say, "Oh man, Delhi permission shna- that's that's a shitty ass game. Ugh, fuck that game. Ugh, it's horrible, horrible." You know, I'd be like, "Oh man, yeah, man, that's crazy. Oh man, oh, that's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah." Secretly, I'm like, oh, couldn't even agree with you, bro. Man, that's that's my shit my shit <laughs> reminds me a lot of way of the samurai uh in terms of just the weird wonkiness but deep down under all the mechanically flawed stuff is a pretty you know sweet little cookie that you know you just gotta keep digging digging in that sugar you are gonna get okay not sugar maybe um Maybe molasses is probably more accurate, but you get what I'm saying. So, um, yeah. So also been, uh, keeping up, uh, at least switching gears, the media, um, slam dunk still been, uh, I've been falling off a little bit, but I think I'm on episode nine, 10. So still watching. Uh, I forgot the last episode. The last episode was, oh yeah. Trying to get uh sakuragi to shoot properly but all he want to do is dunk and then the funny antics with rukawa where they're like fighting each other and like you know having that rivalry and you know sakuragi is having that jealousy of rukawa um uh freaking you know oh my god rukawa i suck at this. <laughs> sakuragi just getting pissed ah this well he ain't even he uh just why he's, he's so, he's so, ugh, I feel it. I understand it. Uh, so yeah, I've been, uh, been enjoying that, but outside of that that's pretty much been it for me. So, uh, with all that said and done, I think that will conclude episode 71 of Switches Sites. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms, wherever that may be, uh, feel free to like rate subscribe all that good stuff good or bad any is any feedback is appreciated uh if you want us to submit submit some questions to the show you can submit them at tv at gmail.com if i get enough i may dedicate a segment to that um if you want to watch this uh watch yeah watch this podcast live uh, you can all, you can catch it on Twitch TV slash a switch where I do, uh, do this every Thursday, ideally at four or five ish four or 5 PM window. Uh, if all the stars align, um, you can also catch the archive of these, uh, podcasts on youtube.com slash a switch as well, where I do, um, post uh, other gameplays and uh i, I just dropped a, a highlights video of all uh pretty much generally my twitch highlights um with a little other uh miscellaneous stuff in there but uh definitely great to start getting back to editing again had a internal battle with uh using vegas and or premiere premiere is just such a high uh just I feel like a video editing software is like just a freaking just a it's like a language really. It's just like a huge ass just mental relearning and re just rewiring of your head in terms of where to go for stuff and just your visual visual comfortability with, you know. Yeah, just and that muscle memory. Ugh. So I don't know. I think I'll just try to do a hybrid, at least for maybe more deep stuff. Um, premiere and then more, not necessarily ungenuine, but more, uh, quicker stuff. Um, Vegas It's just, I'm just so used to it. It's hard when you're used to stuff, you know what I mean? So, um, oh yeah you can also uh follow me on twitter at a switch where i uh post pretty much gaming related stuff alongside uh <laughs> uh was the how even <laughs> i mean, along <laughs> that's because i'm thinking in my head, but alongside a nigger related stuff if we're gonna be honest if you want uh gamer related stuff with a with a little hint of nigga a switch i'm just that's 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 the best way to describe it um (laughs) if if we being honest um yeah i think that's pretty much it guys uh thanks for watching uh hopefully next episode we finally get some damn prices more than likely won't because freaking these people playing the longest game of chicken (laughs) chicken (laughs) chicken you know what that's that's the definitive term for this chicken chicken ever so um who knows who knows uh but until next time guys uh don't cough don't touch people that don't want to be touched and uh get your game on oh yeah is safe.